Welcome to a special episode of Fab and T-Rex Musicology. I'm your host, Dad Boy Cool. And this is something else. This is not like what you used to hear with the album reviews and everything like that. This is a special album review. As you hear, you hear myself in the background. You hear me? I've been making beats for about 20 years. And uh, this is something that is very close to my heart. So I'm opening up today. I'm opening up a piece of myself that I did not let people into. And I made an album for someone that I dearly love. And um, that's what this episode is about. And please enjoy. <laughs> please enjoy. Boom bap. I made trap too, but boom bap, nigga. Catch you on a second. So late in September, I released a EP by the name of Venus of September. If you've listened to my podcast, you know that there is a certain person who is attached to that name, right? So um, <laughs> there is one person that I am enamored with. Um, I've been in a relationship now for a year. When this releases, we would have been in a relationship for a year. So this would be as of December 3rd, this episode will be released. Um, so to celebrate a year of us being together, I really wanted to review this album. And it's weird because I have never... I typically review albums, right? And this year it's been real lax. Like I haven't reviewed any albums this year, right? Um, but I still will be doing the annual Fappies, right? You know, I'll have my my five, I'll do my five favorite albums of the year. Cause I felt like it's just been kind of slim on what I really want. Um, and some of these EPs will not count. So I had to go like, well, damn, what like no official albums have really been crazy like that. Like I really thought about reviewing a couple, but it just never came around to it. So I was like, you know what? It's December 3rd. And there's a out al- there's two albums I released this year. At least EPs, right? So they're EPs, they're instrumental EPs, but they're very, very near and dear to my heart. And one that I really put like a lot of thought into was um the Venus in September EP, which is dedicated to my girlfriend. And, um, I thought, you know, making an album for a, a, a person that you love is a different type of beast. Right. Um, and some people are like, man, nigga, you dedicate the whole, yes, nigga, dedicate the whole thing because I mean, it's great. It's a, it's a really good, well structured together album, right? Very tight, compact, five songs, get you in, get you out. Songs mostly are under two minutes, or they're basically two minutes or less, right? And um, you know, I, I it's funny, like in this review, I don't want to necessarily indicate like snitching on myself in a sampling sense. You know, a lot of producers are like I don't want to tell nobody to sample, you know, you know. But I'm not really doing this for any money, right? This is what I do for fun. I make beats for fun, right? I have an MPC one beat machine, right? So, MPC One Beat Machine. It's weird. For for years, I've actually had um, a SP Five Hundred Five, which, 
let's be real. The, those boss kind of uh, rolling type of workstations, they're not the best. But if you can finesse the fuck out of that, you can make some fire ass beats, bro. Like, and that's what I thrived off of for the longest. And I, and the pads gave out. I just could not make beats on that thing anymore. And this year, I got me an NPC one. And honestly, it is the key to my sanity. Beat machine is a key to my sanity like it's it's one of the biggest it and it's funny like the two keys to my sanity kind of merged here right my girlfriend and my beat machine and they became one entity which is this project and also i love that the samples that i use spoke to the listener in ways that i intended it to right it, and every message that i got across made sense for the mood and the samples and the chops so um yeah it, it, it was a very focused and dedicated project and i love the way that it turned out so let's go to our first song here That sample speaks so strongly to how I feel, right? I, I just, I feel like when we first met, it was just a lucky, lucky both of us, right? But more so lucky me, right? Um, and that was a song that I definitely felt matched our energy perfectly. Um, so I'm not going to say <laughs> this the sample, um, but... It is definitely a well-fitting sample, and I use 808s on this. Um, I didn't. I'm typically not an 808s person, but it just seemed to boom. The like when I concocted that boom, it just worked, right? And there's this weird little arpeggiating, like um, sh 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 like that shit. Just it just it swung in a way that I just really liked it. So, um, and of course I got the, you know, the, the snares are always hitting, right? It's funny, like on MPC one, them factory snares be hitting. Like, I'm like, damn, I almost ain't got to chop up a beat break. Like I used to, I used to have to chop up beat breaks and, and like, or, or add a beat break or, you know, do something real wonky, real crazy, real funny. Like, which I think is real hip, like that's, that's hip hop at its core, right? Just taking anything and making a beat out of it. Like. And I, okay, I hate saying the term real hip hop. Like, cause that, what, what the fuck does that really mean? Hip hop is hip hop, nigga. Like, like, okay, same, like, Yachty, what Yachty's doing is real hip hop. You know what I'm saying? What I feel, Uzi and, and, and Kodak, even with his problematic ass, is doing, is doing some real, that's, that's hip hop. It's hip hop. All, all the same. It's all hip hop. Um, the same as ninth, right? Like a person that I definitely credit my style to is a mixture of a lot of people, right? But a person that inspires me to at least hop on that beat machine 
every day and try to create something new. It's ninth because he used to say, hey, man, you got to have jumpers. You got to have jumpers. I remember he was talking about the 30 by Thursday, right? You make 30 beats by Thursday. I can't can't say that I've made that many by a Thursday, but I have made quite a bit. And I'll say making beats on the MPC one is so much easier to the point where you're like, shit, I could make 30. You know, this is a person that was like, hey, I can make beat machine with anything now because I made beats with one of the toughest beat machines to make beats on and make it sound fluid. Right. Um, Yeah. So um, I just really loved how this came out. And um, we'll go to our next song. Hit. Damn, Teddy Pendergrass, turn him off, head ass. I love it. I love it. <laughs> the nigga, yo, it's just something about Teddy Pendergrass using his vocals for like getting my point across through the samples and the chops. It just made the most sense, and it just, hey, I used it more than once on here. Um, but yeah, like it's funny. Um, I, I think about another quote from Ninth, right? So Ninth had this interview with a radio station. I believe it was with Power ninety seven nine in like either Vegas or LA, I don't remember, but Ninth was like, hey, I would get into arguments with keyboard producers and shit, because they'd be going like, to tink, 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 and they'd be like, yeah, nigga, you sampling, you ain't doing that special, and I'm like, no, nigga, sampling is an art just as much as it is creating keys, like, create creating, t- you doing to tink, tink is not like, he's like, to tink, tink, and he's right, he, niggas be doing to tink, tink, and they not really playing chords and not learning chord progressions and, and understanding, like, how song structure is. When you chop shit up like I did there, that's learning a song progression. That's learning chord structure. And yes, I play piano by ear, but that's something that you have to learn. And honestly, if you have an ear to do so, you can do it. But there's niggas to tink, to tink, tink. They be like, you ain't doing nothing. You ain't doing nothing special. All right, nigga. <laughs> All right, nigga. Nice like, nothing new is created under the sun. And... And <laughs> matter is matter is no, neither created nor destroyed. So why why y'all niggas saying this sampling is not an art form, right? Literally, you're changing the complexion and entire structure of a song. Also, um, w- when I, I I use the like the way you do, like it just the 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 voice, you know, the 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 air of the song, the the ambiance that's presented it just fits well and it tells you without needing a person to rap over it and that's been the entire like ambiance of this album right quick 10 minutes do your thing right but uh yeah yeah <laughs> let's hop on to our next song right here 
all started. It was beautiful. Let me. Oh, yes. Let me tell you how it started. It was beautiful. Let me. Oh, yes. So this song has been flipped before, and you've definitely heard this before if you've listened to any hip-hop of any kind, right? So the sample here, of course, is Barry White um, or Love Unlimited Orchestra, right? So, um, hey, falling, falling, you know, walking in the rain with the one that I love is really the, the part that I took, you know? Um, but the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, like, I just... It just, you can hear the rain in it, and that's one of the most visceral, like, sounding songs, right? You can hear the rain in the song, and that's something that I always liked about it. It was very common, but also very romantic, because it's Barry White, nigga, <laughs> you know? But flipping Barry White, I mean, that's always fun, right? Um, it's just certain people that you be flipping, it's like, this is fun. This is just fun. And I've made a beat with this song before. Like, I flipped this song before, but I love this one way more. Um, it's more concise, more clear. The drums are hard. I just, hey, you know, it's 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 a complete journey, you know. As And you can hear through the chops, like, the rain coming in and out. Like, hey, because I chopped the shit out of that, but... You wouldn't be able to tell, right? You'd be like, this is just straight up. Look, no, I chopped it. I chopped it to death. Like, I chopped it a whole lot. It's it's like, it's probably like 30 pieces. So, <laughs> because I like chopping it to know the different variations I can create. So, um, yeah. Um, and it just kind of reminds me of like getting caught in the rain. Which with 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 Bay, <laughs> I am such a mushy ass nigga right now. Um, you be like you a mushy ass nigga to make beat tape like that. I right, shut up, bitch. <laughs> shut up, nigga. I right. damn crawling all up in the shit <laughs> into the next beat right here. I don't wanna live without your love. But Teddy P back at it again. First in the world without your love. <laughs> Head ass. Um, but <laughs> um, but that nigga got the point across. Like you know, Teddy P is like aggressive, but <laughs> turn him off. But <laughs> aggressive is shit. But he, he he says exactly what I want from the song, so it just makes so much sense. Like, and I chop it like to bits, you know. Um, and, and like I said, like chord progressions when you're chopping are so important because when it doesn't make sense, it doesn't sound good, 
this has progressions and you kind of can you can hear like oh man it's like what he's saying but chopped up in so many different ways and um yeah like it's just one of those feelings where you're like i just do not want to ever go into a predicament where i do not face a time that i can love you or be with you and th- and that is a strong ass soft mushy nigga ass <laughs> It it is. I I'm sitting here like nigga, nigga. W- w- you are soft now, nigga. <laughs> nigga, you you are mushy as all the fuck. But um, <laughs> yeah, like that that that. I really like the way that I chopped that. And honestly, I use drums, so I have like my own drums, right? So this is part of my own drum pack that I use, and um, I just love those drums. It's like it's very like <laughs> like. <laughs> You know, niggas be putting filters on their drums. I be doing all types of weird shit with my drums. But it actually came from, like, that, like that's back when I was sharing a living space with my dad, you know, living with my daddy, who was also a producer himself, right? So, um, you know, I just took those drums and did what I wanted to with them and made them sound. I was like, oh, yeah, that's, I just, as, and so what I did was when I got my new beat machine, I moved some drums over. And um, that was part of that pack of drums that I moved over. I'm still going to probably keep moving more drums over because it's something, you know, sometimes you just like your vintage drums, like your old drums, but you like the new drums too, depending on like the type of song and what matches and tonality and timbre and things of that nature. So, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, th- th- dope ass beat. Um, and it's slower, you know. I love it. I love it. On to the next one right about here. A cigarette that bears a lifted traces. An airline ticket to romantic places. Manic places. Manic places. One of my favorite people to sample in the world, James Brown, James Brown. This is the last song up here. And um, I actually made this song a little bit earlier. Right. And it made me think about, you know, my my, my girlfriend back then. But when, when piecing this album together, this song still made sense being part of that album because it made me think of traveling with her. Right. Traveling. Um, is something that we haven't been able to do during COVID. It makes me think about us looking into the future and, and what we want to do in our future. We want to travel together. We want to have fun together. That is the most optimistic ending. I, I was like, well, there's a small little dark portion, but it's not really all that dark, you know, but it ends happy and optimistic. And that's kind of the structure of the album that I wanted. So, um, but I chopped the living daylights out of this James Brown song, man. Just... Off the Hell album, you know, um, but and if you know anything, um, Hell is actually like one of my favorite James Brown albums. Um, And it's due to the fact that my dad put me onto it. Right. So there's that JB's album I have also. But James Brown is just a fun person to chop up and like really do anything with, you know. Um, So, yeah. I just took the lyrics and, 
you know, um, it, it basically summed up how I felt with traveling with Bay. <laughs> so um, that has been the entire album, Venus in September, the album. You can also check out the Venus in September podcast with my girlfriend, Nikki, um, and be on the lookout for any times that I may actually be a guest up there. It's possible that I may be a guest up there one day. So, um, yeah, stay on the lookout and I'll, I'll kind of fill y'all in on the future details with that. If I do become, um, you know, a guest one day. So, um, that has been the episode and subscribe to the Carolina kid podcast rewired. And as always, thank you.